day, mates. Holy shit, my voice is so low today. You guys are the first people I'm talking to. It's about 9 a.m. Welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. This week we are looking at July 1st through the 7th. We are slap dab in summertime. The This is a really karmic week. Really karmic. Very, very, very important week. Apologies uh, for... Um, actually, I don't apologize, but I will note that this podcast is late, uh, and it's because I got my period, and I really just didn't feel like uh, recording anything. And my friends out there will understand that sometimes you gotta just rest. So that's what I did. Uh, But here I am with you now, and I'm excited to share about this really karmic week coming up July 1st through the 7th. First of all, the theme I've picked this week is, I'm stronger than I think I am. I'm stronger than I think I am. You know, this uh, this week is going to be emotionally intense. And sometimes our mind likes to play a trick on us and say, you'll never make it through this. You don't have the wherewithal to withstand this kind of psychological and emotional pain. Well, you know what? You do. You do. And humans are exceptionally resilient and powerful. Look at what humans have accomplished and gotten through in, in life, in our lineage, in the thousands and thousands of years of struggle. So you definitely have the strength to get through anything if that is your resolve to do so. You're stronger than you think you are. The tarot card this week is the Five of Wands. We've had this before, not that long ago. This card is about disagreement and quarrels. It's an energy card. Wands are energy. It's not hard to imagine that this card would pop up, given the fact that we're inundated with political debate, possible war, and more. And those are just the things that we're seeing projected in the outside world. That's really... Uh, nothing compared to what we have going on inwardly too, right? A feeling of being at cross purposes with others, a feeling of needing to stand up for ourselves, um, of confusion, of needing to act, but not knowing how to act. There's a lot of stuff going on, you know, and sometimes this card is about uh, the fact that we might enjoy the drama, We might be enjoying it. Maybe we get off on drama. Maybe we get off on like being a victim. Maybe we love to fight. You know, I sent uh, an email uh, to someone recently asking for more information about an event. And when I received a reply, I could tell that there was like anger in the tone. I didn't like maybe the questions that I had posed. Maybe it felt uh, personal or something. And, uh, and, you know, I, I had a moment where I was like composing an email back and I was explaining and I was like apologizing and I was like, you know, arguing in some way. And I just instead deleted all that and said, thanks for your correspondence. And I let it go because I didn't need to engage 
in whatever was going on. And a part of me wanted to, because I really love to fight. (laughs) But guess what? It's not a healthy part of me that likes to fight all the time. You know, it's, and, and, and that drama, that getting off on that drama and needing to be right, you know, that energy is going to come up. And that's what this five of wands tarot card is about. It's, it's about, you know, needing to be right and really needing to fight for our position. Um, and what we're really wanting is freedom because five represents freedom and independence. So maybe we need freedom, but we don't have to get that from someone else. No one else is going to give us that. We just have to give ourselves permission to be free, right? So whatever we think someone else is doing to us, they're not. They're a reflection of what we're doing to ourselves. So we actually don't need to engage with other people in that way. We can do that work all by ourselves and release a need for uh, conflict. Um, now that doesn't mean that we don't always, that that doesn't mean that like engaging in conflict is always bad by any means. Sometimes we must engage in conflict, but we have to check in with ourselves first about like where we are getting something out of the conflict, you know, the Osho Tarot talks about this card being, um, about being cunning and calculating and manipulative in your thoughts, right? So we just need to be present. Does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by you? Is it kind? Do you need to be right or do you need to be kind? Is what's going on in an experience personal or can you let it go? These are all interesting questions to ask ourselves about this card. You don't need to fight somebody else for your freedom. You're already free. Give yourself permission to be free, maybe. And then you might not feel that impulse to fight. So the ritual this week is a little bit of an annoying one. (laughs) It's about considering the teachers that are in our midst. So each of our experiences offers us a litany of new tools and new ways of perceiving and experiencing our life. Lives and the worst experiences are often the best teachers, but that doesn't mean that we have to keep learning the hard way. Okay, and that doesn't mean that we don't get to grieve. You know, you get to feel the full, the full experience of of what you're going through. You don't have to like your teachers. You don't have to like the experiences. But this is just about considering the lessons that we're being asked to accept. You know, how can we learn from the past by choosing differently in the present? Who do you need to accept as a teacher in your midst? You know, can you let go of blame and victimhood and focus on the blessing of having perfect mirrors around us who reflect our inner beliefs back at us, thus giving us direct insight into what needs to shift in order for us to create happiness for ourselves? My my most abusive relationship that I was ever in. And this is like a deeply dire and abusive relationship showed me how I felt about myself. Ultimately that I chose that partner was a deep reflection of a hatred that I held towards myself at the time. And it taught me a lot 
I didn't like the experience. I don't want to experience that again. But when I could see my own self-responsibility, then I could stop creating those similar patterns in my relationships with others. People are perfect mirrors of us. And so this is about, this week's ritual is about honoring your teachers who come in all shapes and sizes. Consider what you're learning, what you still need to learn. Join with those who can show you parts of yourself that need loving and, and help you to grow and support you. That That's an important part of accepting teachers, right? Is also um, the nice part where like, yes, there are some people who will willingly support you and help you to grow and to better your experience. And then some of our teachers are really shitty, (laughs) right? But that doesn't mean that they're not good teachers. So this week's ritual is about considering the lessons we're being asked to learn removing blame from our experience uh, and, and, and the idea that we are somehow a victim, realizing that we are choosing who we're choosing based on what we need reflected back at us. If you don't like what you're seeing reflected at you, then it's probably time to change some deep-rooted things inside of you, okay? Because people are just showing you how you feel about yourself, Um. This is a really intense week. You know, I'm just going to say that right now. There's a lot of water element. There's a lot of fire element. And there's absolutely no air. No air. Air helps us to reason. It helps to bring necessary thought into the picture when we might be over-emotional and reactionary. What happens when you put fire and water together? It fucking boils, right? So this week things might be boiling over, okay? But there's also a hell of a lot of amazing energy for ignition and action and uh, emotion. So we've got to bring our own ability to reason into the picture this week, and it'll take effort because it's not something that's just naturally supporting us right now. We've got to bring our own thought process into the picture and really check ourselves again with the, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said by me? Is it kind? Do I need to be right? Or do I need to be kind? Is this really personal? What about this is me and my story? You know, where am I perpetuating a story about myself that maybe isn't true? What's my responsibility here? So, All things to uh, think about before we get into this week. This is going to take effort to to be someone who reasons this week. We start the week with a bang with Mars into Leo. And uh, so we've had Mars in Cancer. And that last degree is really pushing us to like, where are we not nurturing ourselves and what do we need to do? So Monday, 7-1, Mars into Leo. Mars, our action and aggression in the self-forward fire energy of Leo. This is great energy for moving forward from intuitive impulse, um, for feeling motivated to act, for self-expression, and especially for creativity. Okay, like the beginning energy of any sign is really just a lot of gorgeous potential there. So there's a lot of lovely potential we're moving into, and we're moving away from a release point. 
So Monday 7-1, Mars is into Leo. Sunday, we're going to feel that like last degree of Mars in Cancer. Where are we not nurturing ourselves? What are we really feeling like we want to create in our lives? Um, As we move forward in Mars into Leo, the darker side of this energy is drama. We've heard a lot about drama recently, and that's something that we're really needing to focus on, our own ability of perpetuating drama, because we also have Mercury in Leo, which is at the end of this week going to retrograde. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Don't engage in other people's projections. Try to really disconnect and by being very present. When you're very present, you can notice, wait, this isn't me. This isn't mine. Um, I'm going to let this person work out whatever it is that they need to work out without engaging in it. Try to be responsible to yourself. Um, And when you notice yourself projecting your inner struggles outwardly, looking for someone to blame, making your inner feelings about somebody else, giving them power and control over you mentally, um, you know, you, that's the moment where you have to like shake yourself out of it. Just notice it. Oh, I notice I'm projecting that again. Maybe that doesn't actually have to do with this person. Why am I saying that? What do I really need in this moment? Maybe I just really need to like nurture myself. Bring it back to the self. The only thing that we ever have control over is our own choices. Let people be who they are. They don't have to be anything for you. They don't have to be a specific type of person. They don't have to behave a specific type of way. It actually is none of our business what other people are going to do. Okay, the only thing that is our business is us. So, Mars and Leo, it's assertive, but it can also be pushy and dominating. Nobody owes us anything, okay? We have to take care of ourselves. We have to nurture ourselves. We are really our own mother and father. We are the beginning and end of what we need. So this energy is about expressing ourselves from the self, right? Being clear putting ourselves first, but also taking responsibility for ourselves that how we feel and how we think are our choices and that we have power over that. We have power. We have the power to choose and that no one else has power over our freedom. This energy is great also if we've been sitting on the fence and we really need a push. It's a really good action energy of ready, set, go. Mars into Leo. The next day, and the reason why this is such, I'm probably being quite passionate, uh, is that this is just a really, a really karmic week. Tuesday, 7-2, we have a solar eclipse new moon in Cancer. Eclipses are incredible, They are really, they bring absolute paradigm shift sometimes. They are very surprising. They bring things, they eclipse things in and out of our life. With with our collective karma moving forward in Cancer, the North Node, this is indeed a very dynamic time. New Moon's set intention, creative, emotional, the feminine energy 
intention. Eclipses bring surprises and paradigm shifts, and Cancer connects us to our inner authority, our intuition, and it guides us to be the most loving mother we can possibly be to ourselves. But we do this through contrast, so perhaps what's become glaringly obvious is what disconnects us from the nurturance we desire. Eclipses help us to remove emotional obstacles. Feel those feelings, not just with your mind and your thoughts, though, but with your physical body. The energy has to move. You know, we actually don't feel our feelings just by thinking about them. We feel our feelings by crying, by, by that sensory connection to our feelings, uh, by beating up a pillow, by whatever it is. You know, take a note from children. Children really feel their feelings. And we call it a tantrum but it's a full-bodied experience. And then they move on, and then they're laughing and happy the next, the next second. And that's because they're actually moving energy. So in the privacy of our own home, maybe we need to have a little tantrum. Maybe we need to stomp it out, kick it out of our bodies, right? Like maybe we need to really just like kick our little feet on the ground and wave our hands around and scream and shout and move the energy, It's totally acceptable to do so, but obviously take good care of yourself. Don't project that on others. Uh, And, um, you know, my friend Lisa Levine, actually uh, of Maha Rose in New York, she has a free laughter yoga class where you can actually participate in doing that in group work. It's an amazing class. I believe it's on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at Maha Rose. But if you go on the website, the Maha Rose website, you can find information on uh, that hour-long workshop every single week that is pretty much just what we're talking about here, like going and moving that energy in a childlike way. It is really amazing work to do. So if you're in Greenpoint or Brooklyn or New York City, I really recommend uh, going and trying that class. So the energy has to move. This is a really inspired time. We are The veil is so thin. We are getting so much information intuitively. Listen to that intuitive voice. It's quiet. Create space to do so, to listen to that. Uh, create the stillness. Remove the distractions so that you can pay attention to the messages that you're receiving. On Wednesday, the very next day, the 3rd of July, we've got Venus moving into Cancer. Romantic and soft Venus into sweet and cuddly Cancer. With this placement, we want to connect with others, with intimacy. We want to nurture and feel nurtured. But this is a placement where any codependency can really rear its head. You know, another person is not going to release you from your loneliness. In fact, many people would say that the, they feel lonelier in a relationship than when you're, they're just by themselves. So if you feel lonely, another person isn't going to fix that. Another person is not going to complete you or solve your problems for you. If you have an idea of like, well, I can do all of this stuff when I have another person, you're limiting yourself. You're coming from a place of lack. You have the tenacity and the power to help yourself to be truly enough for yourself if you have the resolve. And nobody has greater resolve in that way than cancer does. Cancer is such 
a great nurturer, but oftentimes that energy is turned outwardly into caregiving. We need to caregive ourselves with this energy. You know, what does your commitment to self-nurturance look like? Uh, Venus in Cancer is very protective. It's very, um, uh, it's incredibly energy uh, sensitive, right? And there is a need to be independent, self-reflective, and self-protective with this energy. And we're learning how to do that. We're learning how to do that collectively. And that's why we've got that North Node in Cancer helping us to really integrate these, these very deep lessons. And this week, we're really going to be feeling that karmic nudge. On Sunday, the 7th of July, Mercury is going to station retrograde in Leo. And we've been talking about this a little bit for the last few weeks. Our thoughts are turning inward. Our communication is slowing down. We're thinking about putting ourselves first. Leo is generous and fun-loving, but it can be a major egotist too in its shadow side. Slow down, detach from drama. Just because someone is behaving badly doesn't mean you need to engage in any way. What's your part in the drama? What is your part in your own mental dramas? Be wary of awfulizing in your mind, right? Where everything is fucking awful. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. You know, there may be many things that are going wrong. And I guarantee you there are also things that are going right. There are also things that we are really um, blessed to have in our lives. We are blessed to be the people that we are. Yes, it can always be worse, for sure. You know, but this is about us cultivating a grateful heart, a generous heart for ourselves. Let yourself feel deeply, but be wary of where you're falling into patterns of I'm a victim. We are going to be working over or retrograding to the final degrees of Mercury in Cancer again. Right now, we're, it starts to retrograde in Leo at about four degrees. So going back over those release points of that Mercury in Cancer, it means there are thoughts about how we nurture ourselves and feelings that are not facts that need releasing so that we can truly express ourselves with courage and from the heart, which is what Mercury in Leo helps us to do. This week has a very destined feeling to it. Pay attention to the themes coming up. Pay attention to yourself and choose your thoughts wisely. This week I had a question about uh, on Instagram and it was, I'm lonely. I want love and a partner, but it eludes me. How can I find that companionship? You know, I did a great episode with um, Paul Weinfield on relationships and the ideas behind it. So I really recommend listening to that. And then uh, I'm going to record this weekend um, uh, uh, an episode about loneliness, um, especially for sensitive people on a path of healing. Uh, And so watch out for that. That's going to be coming up in the next couple of days. I want to thank you to our newest patrons, Carrie, Vice, Jackie, and Vanessa. Thank you so much for being a support of the energy reports and of me. Uh, If you'd like to um, support and share energy with me, you can donate any amount to my Patreon uh, or through Venmo or via uh, PayPal uh, to help support the availability of these reports. Um, And, you know, please share it with a friend if you enjoy this. 
There is one private room and four shared spaces left for my upcoming Woodland Retreat in Patterson, New York at the end of July. If you've been wanting to work with me personally or make connections with others spiritually, now's your chance. This is going to be such a lovely weekend. There's a pool. There's going to be yoga. We're in the woods. There's hiking. It's gorgeous weather right now upstate New York. It is just a quick uh, Metro North ride uh, on the train if you live in New York City or obviously you can come and drive and see us. Uh, We're going to do sound healing. We're going to do lots of guided meditation. We're going to eat organic food. It's going to be a beautiful experience. The final retreat I'm doing this year is in September, so I really recommend signing up for that now if you uh, can't make it to the July um, event. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you at, at these retreats. They're really just wonderful experiences to connect in spiritually with community and to just marinate in that like love and beauty of, um, other kind and compassionate people who are on the path of self-responsibility. It's a really wonderful experience. So thank you to all our patrons. Um, Thank you to our listeners. And I will uh, look out for the uh, podcast I'm going to do on loneliness in the next couple days. And I will speak to you next week. Bye.